Hey, it's Oren Ross again, and this is uh, another episode of The Libertarian Lawyer with me, Oren Ross. And um, it's it's happened. We have uh, Joe Biden as the president, and, you know, that's uh, pretty screwed up, I think. Uh, we have a guy with dementia, or, or at the very least, a guy who doesn't know where he is, and he's now our president. And uh, Trump gave a, a, a pretty good speech. And um, I think Ben Shapiro uh, said that, uh, you know, if he, had, if he had stayed on this message, you know, the, the message of the speech he gave, it was, it was you know, it's pretty inspirational. And, and you can tell when he's reading off a teleprompter because it's very flat and monotone and, you know, he's not spitting jokes. Uh, so it was, you know, it was straight down the line and it was really good. And I think if he had, if he had, shown that more, he would have gotten a lot farther and um, maybe he would have been reelected. Um, but, you know, things happen and uh, we, we can't really go back on that. But, you know, maybe it wouldn't have really helped at all because no matter what this guy did, the media was just going to bash him. I think he's probably gotten the worst, um, the worst media coverage any president has ever gotten. I mean, they called Bush a Nazi, but Trump is like head Nazi. You know, he's Hitler as far as the people on the left. And I think at least half the Democrat party is concerned. But now he's out and uh, we have Joe Biden in. And uh, let's get into some of the headlines here. So here we go. All right, from ABC News, Biden plans dozens of executive actions in first days. So the 46th president will sign directives on the pandemic, climate, and race. What the hell is he going to sign on race? Honestly, what, what, what else? Like, you've got the Voting Rights Act, you've got the 14th Amendment. What, what disadvantage is there legally for people? The only thing they can do is give people and races that they think uh, need it and upper hand. Um, and, and I think giving people something based solely on their race, I'm pretty sure that's called racism. Isn't, isn't that racism favoring someone because of their race? I've been told my entire life that's racist, that's bigoted, but apparently it's not. So apparently this guy, Joe Biden, is going to use dozens of his executive orders to just do what he wants, even though, even though they now have the House and the Senate. They're st he's still just going to use executive orders because, you know, when you use the House and the Senate and pass actual laws, you still have to negotiate a little bit. You have to get people to say yes or no uh, on, on some basic things. But this guy is going to do basically whatever he wants. So, um, here we have White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain in a memo to senior staff last week. He says, I want to be clear. The legal theory behind these executive actions is well-founded. Um, and he also says it represents a restoration of an appropriate constitutional role for the president. Bullshit. That is not a constitutional role for the president. If you doubt me, all you have to do is pick up the Constitution. That's what the Supreme Court has interpreted the Constitution to say, but that's not what the Constitution says. It is very clear 
the Congress makes the laws, the president enforces the laws, and the courts interpret the laws. Now, a court is supposed to interpret it within, you know, maybe a plain meaning. And if it says the president can do this and can't do this and Congress can do this and can't do this, that seems pretty, it seems pretty cut and dry, right? There's not a whole lot that you have to interpret, but for some reason, uh, they have interpreted their way into basically anything can happen at any point. And this is, uh, well, look, first of all, uh, if somebody has to say that the legal theory behind them is well-founded, then it's probably not. All right. There's probably something shady. They're probably trying to slip something through without anybody noticing. All right. Because if you have to tell people that it's okay to do it, that means people might think it's not okay to do it. And people would be right. This is clearly unconstitutional. And I'm sure the Supreme Court will uphold all these things, even though when Trump tried to reverse some of Obama's executive actions, the Supreme Court stopped him, even though they said that those executive actions he was trying to overturn were not constitutional, but they still wouldn't let him get rid of them because they said he didn't follow the correct process. This is why the Supreme Court is a kangaroo court. They are absolutely illegitimate at this point. There's, there's nothing else for them to do. They don't do the one thing that they're supposed to do, which is really, you know, resolve conflicts between states. That's the whole reason we had this federal system is to resolve these conflicts between the states, because obviously you can't have a conflict between two states in one of those states' courts. You have a federal court to oversee everything. But, you know, why, why would they do that? That would just, you know, make perfect sense. But no, no, we're not going to do that. We're just going to basically have the federal courts do whatever they want. Um, and as long as some judge somewhere who tends to, you know, they, they, these guys tend to be like these crazy activist judges, like the law says, let's, let's take, for instance, hmm, Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, right? Shall not be infringed. So in legal terms, that means it won't be infringed, okay? So if it said it may not be infringed, that's a maybe. But if it says shall not, that means don't fucking do it. This is not hard to figure out because we still follow these same rules. Every time I write a trust and I say shall, that means this is in stone. This is not optional. You must do this. So if you say you must not, abridge the right to keep and bear arms, that means don't do it. But of course, you know, common sense, gun control, they've just eaten away at it, at, at, at what is a perfectly clear and obvious right, especially if you look into uh, what the constitutional uh, founders, what, what the founding fathers said they meant through this statute. So, well, you got... Uh, Joe Biden here, he, he's going to basically reverse everything that Trump ever did uh, with all these rollbacks and uh, in, environmental rules. Um, you know, the, the environmental rules, I'm all for having clean water, clean air, clean environment. I don't like people littering. I don't, I don't like any of that. However, the EPA has gone way past what they were supposed to be able to do. And Trump was actually bringing things back to a level that was sustainable. Previously, it was unsustainable. They, they basically had the ability to 
rule over and tell you what you could do with a mud puddle on your property. It's supposed to be, uh, you know, protecting wetlands and, and, and things that, you know, probably need to be protected. But they just keep inching and inching as all bureaucracies do until they can basically, they can basically control everything. And uh, Joe Biden is just going to bring that back as fast as he possibly can. And so, oh, apparently we're all supposed to wear masks for 100 days. Um, except, uh, you know, people have been wearing masks for, what, 10 months now? And it doesn't seem to have done anything. In fact, it seems to be getting worse. And um, this guy's just going to go crazy. Oh, here we go, DACA. He's going to reauthorize DACA even though it's unconstitutional and the Supreme Court already said it's unconstitutional. Uh, obviously, a president doesn't have the ability to say, I'm not going to enforce this law, okay? The president's job is to enforce the laws that the Congress passes. This is very simple 101 stuff, but all of that has gone out the window because now we are basically in uh, what looks like a dictatorship where someone gets elected and says, I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to just use a, a what, what did Obama say? A pen and a phone uh, to just basically do what I think should be done. That's called a dictatorship. Okay. The reason we had a, a democracy and a constitutional Republic was so that we could have input, you know, maybe have some congressmen, have some senators, they can decide. And then it just goes to the president. The president is not supposed to have this much power. This is one of the reasons that it's hilarious uh, that the Democrats were so opposed to Trump. They were just so afraid that he was going to do the worst things in the world. Well, if people like me had our way, he would never have enough power to do that. The president is not supposed to be this, like the most important person in the world. He's supposed to be a guy who can step in and do things that need to be done quickly, like, say, sending the army into someplace, okay? The, the president is supposed to be able to do that for 60 days. Um, he can play war for 60 days, and then it's up to Congress. Congress has to declare war, or you're supposed to pull the troops out. Obviously, that's gone out the window because Congress has basically given up all of their powers. And, you know, you may ask, why would they give up all their powers? Well, it's so that they don't have to make tough decisions. Because when you make tough decisions, you have to defend those decisions to people to your constituents. And if you can't do that well, then they're gonna vote you out. So Congress just said, no, here, Mr. President, you can have all of these powers and we're just gonna dick around in the, uh, in the Senate chamber here and not really do anything. And you know, to be fair, that's what Congress was designed to do. The reason they set Congress up this way, and you know, you're supposed to get 60 senators to do basic laws and two thirds to do things like impeachment the reason they set it up like that was so that it would be hard for laws to be passed so that, you know, you had to have a, a, a pretty good consensus to get anything passed. You know, that's why the president is not supposed to have all these powers, because it's supposed to be hard to make laws. It is not supposed to be in the country that we live in, the United States of America, under the U.S. Constitution. It is not supposed to be this way. OK, Joe Biden should not have the ability to just write something down and it basically become a law, okay? It's not a law in the sense that it can't be overturned by the next president, but it's a law as far as we're all concerned.
we still have to follow it. It still happens to us like this DACA stuff. So we're going to really be in some trouble. Now, what's next here? CBO. Now, I don't, I don't really know what WND is. I saw this on Gab, uh, which is apparently the thing now. Uh, but the CBO says that Biden's $15 minimum wage could kill 3.7 million jobs. You think? Hmm. You, you think? Who, who's been saying that for, uh, I don't know, decades? Oh, oh, people on the right, the libertarian types. You know why? Because when you have a minimum wage, you're not increasing the amount of money that businesses have. Okay. It just doesn't magically show up in somebody's bank account, but you're increasing the amount of money they have to spend for their employees. So if you're paying, uh, I don't know, 50 people, seven and a half dollars an hour, then if the minimum wage goes to 15, you can only afford to pay 25 people at that same wage. Okay. So what you're going to do as any rational business owner, you're going to cut a bunch of people. You're going to cut a bunch of jobs because now you have to pay all of these people $15 an hour and you can't afford it. That's why you're going to see a lot of people lose their jobs. 3.7 million, according to the CBO and the CBO is always off. Okay. If they say 3.7 million, it's more like five or 6 million. Okay. So the report concluded that 1.3 million workers who would typically be employed would be without jobs in an average week in 2025. Okay. Now, obviously that's going to happen. And this is why you see like uh, the machines in McDonald's where you can just go in and, and, you know, hit the screen and order your food. And then somebody's cooking it in the back. All right. Because why would they have to pay somebody to just listen to you and then type in what you want? when they can have you type in what you want for free, okay? Nobody's going to keep those people there. I mean, maybe Chick-fil-A because they really like the customer service aspect and, and they could probably figure out how to do it because it seems to be uh, just like the, the best damn business operation uh, in the world. Everybody loves Chick-fil-A. I mean, even a lot of gay people love Chick-fil-A. You know, the owner doesn't support gay marriage. Okay, he didn't say they won't serve gay people. He didn't say you can't be gay and work there. He just doesn't support the marriage aspect. If you don't like that, get over it. It's a free country. Oh, wait, not anymore. So obviously people are, are going to lose their jobs. Uh, the economy is going to get a lot tighter because we're forcing businesses to pay more money for these wages. And obviously, you know, people don't have it. A lot of businesses don't have it, especially right now. Like, you know, they're just basically throwing money out to, businesses, but it's not that much. Like it'll pay for a couple months, but it's not enough to cover. It's not even enough to cover the, you know, the pandemic months we've had so far. So we're in kind of a, a pickle here and uh, we're, we're getting to the point where not only has parlor been kicked off, uh, you know, the, their website is still down. It's basically just a landing page that says we'll be back. Um, Fox News political editor, uh, this is from the Gateway Pundit, who sat on election night decision desk, laid off alongside 20 Fox News staffers as the network's ratings crater. Okay, Chris Steyerwalt. And I personally like Chris Steyerwalt. I've always liked him. Um, I, I don't really know which way he falls as far as Trump goes. 
but that's not really how I measure someone. Um, I, I measure people based on uh, rationality and, and intellectual honesty. So if, let's say, uh, who's, God, it's hard to think of somebody who's intellectually honest uh, on the left. I, I've heard that uh, several people are like Jimmy Dore. Uh, I, I've never really listened to him. Tim Pool. I, 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 I really like Tim Pool. He's obviously a left, lefty type person, but he's come around to the fact that uh, the people on the left are losing their damn minds. And it's obvious that the people on the right are, are like actually having good ideas, but they're just being called Nazis the whole time. So intellectual honesty is really important because I don't like uh, I don't like parties. You know, I don't care about Democrats or Republicans per se. I care about Democrats and Republicans because the Democrats seem to be doing everything they can to crash this country as fast as possible. And at least some Republicans, obviously not a lot of the ones in Congress, but some Republicans, I, I think a, a good chunk of Republicans are more people like me, maybe libertarian types, or maybe just conservatives who don't want to see the country destroyed. And I like that type of person. Okay. So if you're on the left, and you can be intellectually honest, that's fine with me, okay? Then we can have a debate, we can talk about things, and maybe you can convince me of a thing or two. But it's really hard to find people who will actually have those conversations with you, especially when you get to something like affirmative action and you say, uh, you know, that's a racist uh, policy, because it is. It's, it's giving someone something based on their race. That's like textbook racism 2020, okay? giving someone something based on their race. So if we gave white people uh, better chances to get into college because they're white, that would be racist, right? Okay, same thing applies to black people. If we give black people more opportunity to get into college because they are black, if we give them more opportunity to get into high paying jobs because they are black, that's racist, okay? This is not that hard. This, this whole notion that racism is only based on power, well, shit, man, we had a black president for eight years, didn't we? Now we have a, a black uh, vice president, right? And as far as I can see, uh, let's see, we've had numerous secretaries of state, both Republican and Democrat, who are black, numerous attorney generals who are black, okay? Those people have way more fucking power than I will ever have. They have way more power than you will ever have, but somehow they can't be racist, right? bullshit okay this, this is all crap but now fox news is circling the drain and i think it's pretty unfair that we we've gotten into this just because they called arizona early like if that's the reason that's pretty stupid because everybody eventually called arizona for biden i understand that you know maybe people thought it was too early but obviously their numbers were correct because they called it and it went that way eventually uh, I, I don't think it would have changed the actual numbers that were counted. I don't really think the numbers that were counted were correct just because I don't, uh, I don't think uh, Joe Biden could ever get that many votes. I don't think Joe Biden could get more votes than Barack Obama. Okay. Uh, there's, there's no rational way for me to get that through my head. Um, so Fox news is basically circling the drain uh, because people are pissed off and, kind of makes sense. I mean, I, I've been pissed off at Fox for a while because, uh, you know, they're just, uh, God, man, like 
everybody in the media talks about Fox News and, and, you know, the Democrats too, obviously. They talk about Fox News as if it's the, uh, like, right-wing Nazi channel. No, Fox News is in the middle. They have some people on the right. They have some people on the left. And they have some people in the middle. I think they have fewer people on the right as far as, like, actual news people. You know, the people during the day who are giving out news. Uh, I think there's fewer of them who are, like, you know, actually, like, conservative or libertarian or Republican types. I'm pretty sure at least most of those people are like center left. Like um, Chris, um, Jesus, I can't even remember his name, but hey, Biden couldn't either, right? Not Chris Steyerwald. Um, the other Chris, the little midget Chris, who was uh, uh, moderating the debate with Trump. That dude has not been straight down the middle in a long time, okay? He's been like pretty clearly on the left, like very critical of Trump when it was not warranted. I saw that coming a mile away, but apparently everybody else was not really aware of this. And again, I can deal with it if you have a little bit of intellectual honesty and you know you can admit, hey, I have this bias because I'll admit to you all day that I have biases. Um, who wouldn't, right? The people who wouldn't are the people who want to make you think something that isn't true. I personally couldn't give a damn what anybody thinks. So it's easy for me. So let's just run down a, a few, uh, a few of these headlines here. And I think I might use gab more uh, because obviously I can't use Twitter. I'd get kicked off. So we have CBO Biden's $15 minimum wage is going to kill millions of jobs. Already did that. Now we have Biden triggers gold rush for illegals. You think you think telling people that they can just become citizens is going to get people to run across the border and try to be citizens. Hmm. Gee, it's like, uh, I know the Democrats are doing it on purpose so they can get more voters because they're going to get people to come across and be uh, dependent on welfare and anything else that they can get people to be dependent on, you know, healthcare, education. They're saying, Oh, well, okay. These people are paying for all this. We're going to start voting for them. That's been their plan for decades, and now it is working, and um, it doesn't really matter how much of a wall you build if there's a door and somebody just leaves it wide open. It, it, you know, it might take a little bit longer for people to get in, but they're going to get in. So uh, obviously, we need to protect our borders. I mean, okay, we, we've got COVID, right? We've got a pandemic going on. Isn't this a time where we should start considering you know, who we let into the country and who we don't? Should we be letting people in from these countries where they have these massive health issues? Like, uh, shit, man, they probably still have the plague. I mean, I know they, I think they have the plague in India still, right? The bubonic plague. We shouldn't be letting people in just willy-nilly from these places. But, of course, the Democrats don't see it that way. And then we have this other thing from the LA Times here. The end is not yet in sight. Coronavirus danger remains even as some metrics improve. So despite the fact that California locked down harder than any other state, and they've basically destroyed every restaurant there, except this like French laundry place that charges like hundreds of thousands of dollars for meals, just like a meal can be several hundred thousand dollars. I don't even like that. That's something that doesn't compute in my head um, because there's no food in the world that's that costs that much. I mean, 
maybe if you're eating like baby rhino or something, okay, may, maybe that costs a few hundred thousand. But I'm pretty sure the governor of California is not out eating baby white rhino. You know, they're probably just having some regular ass food that should cost a few hundred bucks, maybe at the most. But of course, they've destroyed all the restaurants in California. They, they've forced massive immigration from that state. And now we have a vice president who we all know is probably more of a president than the actual president who says that California is their plan. Like they want to make the rest of us more like California. So they want to make the rest of us uh, more broke, have more homeless people. I mean, California produces so much in revenue, but they spend it all. They are deep in the red because you can't sustain all these stupid government programs, especially when you don't let people work and when you tax the hell out of people so that people with money start leaving your state, okay? Everybody's gonna go to Texas or Tennessee or Florida because why would you stay there and pay all of that money for no services, right? The police don't even get, keep the homeless people off the damn sidewalk anymore. So why would you stay there and pay for that? Obviously, California is going downhill. Um, I wish they'd secede. I mean, feel, feel free to go, California. Nobody's stopping you. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Every, I, I know all these people in California, they think that you know, uh, California is the place to be. Okay, be there. We don't want to be there. I think the weather's really nice. I kind of like LA a little bit. You know, obviously not the political aspects. And I haven't been since this homeless population just like set up shop. But, uh, I, you know, it used to be a pretty place. But of course, leftists are going to ruin it just like they ruin everything. All right. I don't really care about Trump pardoning people. Like, oh, what, what a surprise. A president left office and pardoned a bunch of people who probably shouldn't have been pardoned. Long story short, Trump is out. Biden's in. And he's going to do everything he can to reverse all the good things that Trump did, because Trump did do a lot of good things. A lot of the things that he did well were just rolling back all of these executive orders that Obama had put in place, just kind of getting rid of all these regulations to let people be a little bit more free, because, you know, after all, this is supposed to be the land of the free, right? Joe Biden's going to get rid of all that. They're going to put into place racist policies, sexist policies, and policies that benefit China and illegal immigrants more than they benefit you and me. That doesn't seem like a good president to me. I don't really know about anybody else, but that doesn't seem like the kind of person we should have in office. I think we're going to have to do something very soon. And, you know, we're probably, we're, it's probably going to come really fast because this psycho or whoever is pulling his strings, because I don't think he knows where he is half the time, whoever's telling him what to do is really soon going to say, let's get rid of all the guns. Because once they take your guns away, you're powerless to stop them. Okay. That's the reason we have a second amendment. Okay. It's not about hunting. Anybody who says that is either a moron or they're lying to you. That's what Joe Biden has said. You know why? Because he's both a moron and he's lying to you. The reason we have the Second Amendment is to be able to prevent the government from becoming tyrannical, okay? Obviously, the government has taken the, the most steps towards becoming tyrannical that they have, like, 
in my lifetime, probably in my parents' lifetimes, never before has this country or, or, or probably any country, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't really know about that, but probably any country, never before ha- have, have they just shut down everything and said, you can't go to work. You can't do this. You can't do that. And at least Trump was smart enough to understand that that should be state by state and we should not have federal rules putting those things in place because obviously you can't treat New York City like you do middle of nowhere Montana. Those are two different places. Those should be governed by local and state authorities. Biden doesn't care about that. He doesn't care about anything. What that guy cares about is power. You know how I know that? Because the dude has been in federal office since he was 29, okay? If he ever had a real job, he had it for a couple of years because he went to law school, okay? So ostensibly, he went to school for seven years. Um, I, I don't really know how many of those years he actually went to school. It seems like he did, uh, you know, mo- he spent most of his time plagiarizing things. Um, but obviously, he went to school, got out, and, and then pretty much immediately ran for office. And how stupid are the people in Delaware to vote for a 29-year-old? I mean, who has zero life experience, okay? If you have some experience, all right. But going to law school doesn't mean you should be in the Congress. It, it just doesn't. Am I qualified for Congress? Probably not. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I can make drinks, so I could at least take AOC seat, right? But, Jesus. See, I just start going off, and um, I could probably go for hours, but that would not be uh, prudent at this point because I'm going to – say a lot of things that I probably shouldn't say. Um, and, you know, YouTube, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get kicked off YouTube in like two videos. So uh, basically what I'm saying, people, is that we are at a tipping point. They have elected someone after the economy has been ruined, after like this dude is one of the people who ruin the economy. Okay. He, he's one of the leaders in the Democrat party. They're the people who have done all of this. Okay. Because what we could have done was we could have kept old people at home and dealt with this in a rational manner. Instead, what they said was, let's everybody stay at home. Even all the healthy people, you stay home for months and months and months. All that did was delay the problem. You can't do that forever. Eventually, you know what? here's a little bit of truth for all you people. Um, You're probably going to get the coronavirus eventually. Okay. We're all probably going to get the coronavirus eventually, just like we all get colds. We all get the flu from time to time. I mean, I haven't gotten a flu in a very, very long time. I don't think, but you know, there's cold viruses. There's, there's all these viruses floating around. There's different strains. There's always a different strain. Okay. They act like it's, it's like weird that a new strain of the coronavirus has appeared. It's not. That's what viruses do. They adapt so that they can replicate more efficiently. Okay. You're going to get it. So don't live your life in fear. Exercise, take some vitamin D, take some fish oil, take uh, some zinc, you know, take, take some vitamins, some supplements, exercise. Don't sit on your ass, exercise, and you'll be fine. Okay. Now, obviously, there's going to be a few people who aren't going to be fine. But 
That's life. Okay. You run a risk every day that you wake up. Every day you wake up, you could die. All right. Don't live your life in fear because you're going to ruin your life. You're going to ruin your kids' lives. You're going to ruin your family's lives. You're going to ruin the country and the world because I don't think this world is going to do all that great if we just drop off the map. So uh, be good to yourself. Take your vitamins and your supplements and go to the gym. Jesus, go to the gym, people. This is not that hard. All right. So Warren Ross saying, um, we're screwed, America. 